This week we're tackling the topic of extract and fresh wort kits. These really are the simplest way to get into brewing. If you're time poor or you don't have space or you're just new to making your own beer and you're not sure how far you want to get into the hobby, then extract and fresh wort kits can be a great place to start. You're listening to The Backyard Brewer, a podcast for brewers and beginners. Brewing better beer. Way back in the dark ages when I started my brewing experience, there weren't a lot of options available to us to make our own beer. There was pretty much a handful of extract kits and that was it. There wasn't a lot of knowledge around either. So some of the processes that we were using back then were probably a little bit dubious and that's why home brewing got such a bad rap. We know a lot more now. We know a lot more about the beer making processes and what can go wrong. So home brewing is a lot more reliable now than it ever was. The best place to start if you're brand new is to go and get yourself an extract kit, something like the Cooper's kit. They come with pretty much everything you need for around $100 to $200, depending on what you select. As an example, the modern Cooper's kit includes the fermenter and lid, a tap, clips, hydrometer, measuring flask, spoon, thermometer strip, bottling wand, PET bottles, brewing extract, brew enhancer, and carbonation drops for bottle carbonation. It really is a great investment and a great way to get into brewing. The quality is much better than it used to be, and so long as you follow a few simple processes like cleaning, and sanitising your equipment, not a lot can go wrong. These days there's a lot more variety to choose from as well. You've only got to take a trip down to your local brewing supply store and take a look at all the different varieties of extract and fresh wort kits they keep. Extract kits look a bit like an oversized soup tin and they contain a malt extract that has all the flavours that you need in your beer. You enhance that either with a dry malt extract or a dextrose that bumps up the ABV in your beer. Fresh wort kits on the other hand have actually been brewed and they'll come from either a commercial or craft brewery that'll take part of their run and package it up as a fresh wort kit. And these days a lot of brewing supply stores are brewing their own fresh wort kits as well. So they crush the grain, they steep them, they boil them, they add the hops and then they package them up for you conveniently to take home, put into a fermenter, add your yeast and wait for the yeast to turn all of that wort into lovely beer. Whichever way you go is up to you and your budget and your confidence, but I suggest if you're just starting out, go and get yourself an extract kit that includes all the gear you need and you could be drinking your first beer anywhere from two weeks to a month. If you have a look over on the blog page that goes with this podcast, you'll see that there's a table on there where I compare extract, fresh wort and all grain brewing with a few simple pros and cons just to show you the differences between each of the methods. But as I say, for my money, if I was starting out, I'd go and get an extract kit which gives you everything you need and then move on to the fresh wort where you get a little bit more control over the flavours, the hops, and the yeast that you can use. 
Now, I'm not going to go in depth into the process of using these kits on this podcast because there's a YouTube video that's out and I actually show you how to use both an extract and a fresh wort kit and get two beers up and fermenting within half an hour. The first step in the process is the cleaning. We've already produced a blog post, a podcast and a YouTube video showing you how to clean everything and how to sanitise all your equipment before you start brewing. So check them out and you'll be off to a flying start. Now when it comes to equipment and ingredients, there's a couple of basics that you definitely need. And that's a bowl of sanitizer so that you can sanitize all your equipment before you use it. A pair of scissors and a fermenter with a lid and airlock. Once you've got that, there's a few things you'll need depending on whether you're going extract or fresh wort. For the extract, you'll need a bowl of hot water to sit your extract tin in to make it less viscous and easier to pour. You'll need a jug of water that's just been boiled and you use that to get the last of the extract out of your tin. You'll need the extract tin itself. And I suggest you go for a style of beer that you like to drink. You'll need a stirring spoon and a packet of either dry malt extract or dextrose. For the fresh wort, you'll need a pack of yeast because generally that doesn't come with the fresh wort kits. You'll need the fresh wort kit itself and possibly some boiled water to add to the fresh wort kit depending on the manufacturer's instructions. There's one piece of optional equipment and don't feel you've got to go out and buy it by any stretch of the imagination, and that's a hydrometer, which can indicate to you how strong the beer will be once it's finished fermenting. With the extract kit, as I said, you want to stand your tin of extract in the hot water just to reduce its viscosity. You'll fill your fermenter up with fresh water based on the manufacturer's instructions. Open the extract tin and pour the contents in open the dextrose or malt extract and pour that into the fermenter. Pour boiling water into the extract tin to clean it out and empty that into the fermenter. Stir like crazy to dissolve all the ingredients and it'll take you a little while to get everything dissolved. What you'll want to do is just scrape the bottom of the fermenter every now and again to make sure that none of those ingredients have settled on the bottom. Once you've done that and you've got the desired volume in your fermenter, you'll pitch your yeast into the wort to kick the fermentation off. Fit your lid and your airlock and then fill the airlock with sanitizer. Fermentation will generally go for seven to 14 days and you'll know when it stopped because the activity in the airlock will slow down and then finally stop. Leave it a day or two after this just to make sure it's completely stopped. And then what I do once I'm sure fermentation is completely stopped is I'll throw the fermenter into the fridge and chill it down to one degree Celsius. And that just causes all the yeast to go dormant and they settle down in the bottom of your fermenter, leaving you with a nice clear beer. If you've gone with the fresh wort kit, then it's, it's pretty similar. You open your wort kit, you pour the contents into your clean sanitized fermenter, top up with clean boiled water if required. Then you pitch your yeast, start the fermentation, fit your lid and airlock and wait for the, wait for the fermentation to stop and then cold crush it in the fridge. Once you've cold crushed your beer, you'll want to bottle it, but I'm not going to go into that here because it's just information overload. You've got a couple of weeks to wait until that beer's ready anyway, so I'll be putting out a podcast and a YouTube video on that process shortly. So that's it. You can't get any simpler than that, can you? As usual, if you haven't done so already, take a minute just to subscribe to the podcast 
and go to your podcast provider and rate the podcast. Five stars would be nice. And then check us out on our other social medias. We've got a webpage at backyardbrewer.ninja. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and TikTok. And we'd love it if you'd follow us on this journey of how to make the best beer you've ever tasted. From the sunny hills north of Bris Vegas, you've been listening to The Backyard Brewer.